This is Unclaimed Bands, show 202. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Uh, tonight, my guest is Polly Punkneck. Welcome, Polly. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. I want to. Th- I want to thank you for uh, submitting to Reverb Nation. Uh, this is, you know, one of the best ways for us to uh, meet new bands and be able to talk to them if we can't get to see them in person and talk with them in person. So, um, it's re- really happy that you did that. Well, I'm excited that you guys do that. You know, I'm. I've been on Reverb Nation for years, and I. I always see the submission opportunities, and I finally went ahead and gave it a try, and just submitted to as many things as possible. And this is kind of the very first um, thing I've been selected for, so I'm I'm very happy. Oh, well, I'm, I'm happy to be the first thing that you, you got selected for, too. Yeah, popping my chair in there, Sean. Just ahead of the curve. <laughs> the other people will catch up later, okay? That's all that's going to happen. Well, I'll tell you what, before we get further in and really get into the interview, why don't we let people hear one of your songs? Uh, what are we going to let them hear? Um, let's listen to Don't Call Me Sweetheart. All right, this is Don't Call Me Sweetheart. I got country morals and with a mingle
All right, that was Don't Call Me Sweetheart. My guest is Polly Punkneck. Uh, Polly, tell me something about that song. Well, um, you know, I, I left to go on a full-time tour when I was just about 20 years old. And for the past 10 years, I've been traveling all across the country from coast to coast and playing in mostly bars and venues. And uh, that song just wraps it up in a nutshell, some of my nights with uh, the drunks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah, okay, you know, now that you, you say that, your I... boundaries. <laughs> yep, 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 and many people don't know what, the, and don't even know how to spell that word. Yeah. Sadly. Um, no, I mean, I know you started uh, early with uh, with your career and all that, but how did you get involved with music? Did you come from a musical family? I did come from a musical family. Um, my... My mother and my grandparents, they, they all play instruments, and, and they're very musical. And my father is more of a uh, just a lover of music, and he loves to discover new music. And I, I love that about him. And um, he really introduced me to a lot of music that I would have never been aware of. And um, so it just started really early in the home. And, you know, church... And, you know, I'm a Midwestern girl, and uh, and I also grew up at a, it was kind of a family tradition of ours to go to an annual bluegrass festival. So I was constantly surrounded by uh, lots of soul-type music, you know, bluegrass, church. And um, when I was about eight, I got involved in musical theater full-time. So that gave, like, this whole new jazzy pop, you know, show tune element to my uh, inspiration. And um, it was just never a question to me. I just knew that performing music was was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Um, but going on the road kind of came up as a surprise. It wasn't something I kind of planned to do. It was something that um, I met Jason, who's my husband now, in Hollywood. And he said, hey, let's go on the road and build a fan base. And I was like, that sounds great. Let's go on the road and build a fan base. You know, it's kind of like door-to-door salesmen. And it takes a lot of dedication and time, but you're pursuing and getting so much fulfillment out of, of performing music, which is what I always wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. No, obviously, that's, I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't want to, you're not in it for the money. You, you certainly, you know, wouldn't be doing it if you didn't love it and touring as much as you do. Um, now, when you went to L.A., that's when you joined the, the Punk Necks. And then, you know, since then, you've also done some solo work and you've also done some work with um, Hillbilly Harlots. Uh, when you write songs for, you know, each one of those, um, you know, for those two bands and for your solo work, how does it differ? How do you approach it, you know, in writing? How do, you know, how does something become a, a poly punk neck song versus, you know, a, a punk neck song and, and a Harlot song? Sure. Um well, you know, I do do this because I love music. I also do this for a living. So, I mean, I don't want to say I don't do it for the money. Um, no, 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 no. I, I meant, I meant, I, 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 no, sorry. I mean, I, I, I'm saying, yes, you're doing it for a living, but it's obviously sure. like, you know, they're not just throwing millions of dollars right, at right. you. Right, yeah. right. I think it's important, though, for other artists to hear that it's not a bad thing to say that you do it for money, you know, because it's a great skill set, and I think it is worth a living, and I think that it is worth a paying people uh, to watch them perform. So I just wanted to throw that out there for, for other artists. You know, um, 
it's not a bad thing to do it for money as well. But no, yes, of course, right. I mean, you, I don't think you can get through 10 years on the road, of, you know, with, without loving it for sure. But um, back to the songwriting question, um, you know, I've always uh, written songs. And when I joined the Punk Next, you know, I had already started writing some songs. And, um, and, and Jason, my husband, who's the lead in the Punk Next, he is also a songwriter. So the Punk Next is mainly songs that he writes, and then I add uh, harmonies uh, and background to them. Um, and then he also incorporates songs that I've written into the Punk Next set. So a lot of, a, a lot of songs... Um, that you hear me performing, singing the lead on in the punk next, are some of my solo songs that I also do uh, as as my solo project, Poly Punk Neck. And then also in the Hillbilly Harlots, I incorporate some of my songwriting as well. But the uh, what makes the Hillbilly Harlots neat is that it's it's my songwriting, it's the other girls' songwritings, it's covers, it's it's kind of um everybody kind of brings something to the table. And uh, whereas in Polypunk Neck, it's, you know, all my songwriting. And in the Punk Necks, it's mainly Jason's with a little bit of mine. Okay, okay. So Woo! you, you I have... hope that wasn't too confusing. No, 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 no. no. You, you, <laughs> with your solo stuff, that's all you primarily. And with the other groups, you obviously have more collaboration. With, with the Punk Necks, it's your husband. And with the, with the rest of the... With the harlots it's you know a, a collaborative effort with the rest of the members of the band i totally understood yes. that um you know sure. w- well for for your solo work i mean where do you find uh where, where do you draw inspiration from for your songs i mean obviously with the first song it's because of people on boundaries but um wh- where do you find right. you know where's that well at for you you know a lot of my songwriting comes directly from my experience especially this past decade on the road um, I've been around so many different American cultures um, that, that do differ between each region and how I interact with that region and culture and how my husband and I react with that culture and the experiences we have. Um, I definitely write about those things. And I write about internal emotions um, that I personally go through. Mm-hmm. And then I go through with my husband, and um, so it's it's definitely. And then I, I try. I also take some of my songs and I love humor. I love to laugh. I love people to laugh. It brings me joy uh, that people are smiling and laughing. And um, I do take a lot of, you know, maybe dark issues or you know issues that wouldn't be so funny if they were just talked about with a straight face. But yeah, I kind of turn it around and. You know, hey, let let us do talk about this issue, but let's talk about it in a comedic way where uh, people might be more open to listening to it. Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's fine. Which is kind of don't call me sweetheart. You know, it's yes, you know, you know, don't don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but hey, let's make a game out of it, and um, you know, and let's let's bring it up in a light way. That's the way I like to approach things. I think. It makes people more apt to to discuss it. Nice, nice. That that that's good that you have that approach for it. I think the satire has always been a wonderful way of inter- introducing topics that people might not necessarily want to talk about, nor could you get them into a song without becoming a, a preachy right. thing. So, um, cool. 
you know, with all the touring that you do, and I, and I understand you do more than 200 shows a year, um, what's been the worst part and the best part of touring? Um, I think, um, I think the best part is that we still haven't stopped. You know, I mean, we've given, we've been given plenty of hurdles and obstacles and opportunities to, uh, quit, um, building a fan base one by one. Um, and we haven't, we haven't stopped and we haven't, we haven't stopped because of these hurdles make it hard. And overcoming those challenges is one of the most accomplishing feelings. And, um, I think that's got to be the best thing. You know what I mean? We constantly are evolving with the time, with the culture, um, and we grow mentally and how we approach things. And um, I would I have to say that's the best thing is this journey. Um, the worst thing, I mean, we've been in some really sticky situations, uh, violence and, uh, you know, some shady areas and... Uh, Mother Nature even gets in there and, and, you know, flips your car upside down. And, you know, so, I mean, th- those are those are bad things. I guess those would go under the, the hurdles, which is funny because I said the best thing was overcoming the, the hurdles. So I guess they go hand in hand. I guess you do have to have the best and the worst happen to, <laughs> to, to like it all. I don't know. No, no, that makes sense. That makes total sense. you gotta, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, bad experiences shape the future and shape yourself. So, yeah, I mean, everything's yeah. a lesson. Um, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a break and listen to another song? Uh, what What do we want to let people hear this time? Oh, yes. Um, let's listen to Love Spell by me, Polly Punknick. All right, this is Love Spell. I met a rich one. All she wanted to do was fall in love. This is what she told me. Tried to put a spell together, but it didn't work. Put the gun aside, don't wanna shoot. Wanna try another love spell. My dirty old love spell. Trying to find. I 
All right, that was Love Spell. Polly, what's the best place for people or places for people to go to keep up in touch with you and find out what's going on and when you're going to be playing and everything else like that? Um, I am online uh, on as many social networks as I can get my little hands on. Um, so I've got a Facebook page. I've got a Reverb Nation page. I'm on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and it's all under Polly Punkneck. And um, I've got music available for sale on iTunes and CD Baby. And I've got uh, the, song, the songs that you just listened to are off my latest EP called Truth or Tales, which is um, available on iTunes and CD Baby. And um, I just have amazing players on there. Uh, so that's where you can go and, and hear the music, buy the music. You can see all the tour dates. I'm constantly touring and coming up with new show dates. Those are all available on there. A uh, one-stop shop you can go to is punknext.com, and um, that'll let you know anything that the Punk Next are doing, that my solo self is doing, um, and even we post about the Hillbilly Harlots and Friends on there as well. All right. So, people, you've got all the uh, got all the places to go. There's no excuse not to find out more about Polly. So That's make sure right. you do it right after the interview's over. Go there. Um What's the first record you remember buying? Wow. Okay, so it was definitely a cassette tape. Okay. And um, I had the Green Jelly cassette tape. Oh, my God. (laughs) Green Jelly. And and I was young, and I was like, I was so, you know, I just loved the cover art. You know, it's like these psychedelic pigs and Big Bad Wolf drawing, and I just was like, wow, what is this? And I brought it home, and I lived with my parents at the time, and I remember I pressed play, and immediately I was like, I've got to shut the door. My parents are going to totally take this away from me. This is not something I'm supposed to have, which made me desire it so much more. (laughs) (laughs) This green jelly. Oh, my God. I remember that record. I had that. I had that on cassette as well, too. Wow. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Jeez. Um... are you working on any any new music? Any any new stuff coming up? Yes, yes. Um, this last al- uh, EP album that I came out with called Truth or Tales um, is actually kind of the first uh, half of these Nashville sessions I did, and um, I have all these amazing musicians on it. I got Corey Yount from Old Crow Medicine Show appearing on it. Um, I have lots of uh, members from Jack White's band performing on it. Uh, Lily May, Fats Kaplan, Dominic Davis, his wife, Rachel Davis, uh, so many great players, um, My Girl Sky on drums, and uh, and this sec- this new EP that I'm coming out with uh, next year is called uh, Razzmatazz, and it's kind of the second half of this, and it gets, it, it gets a lot more jazzy uh, with horns and piano, um, whereas this one now is very heavy fiddle mm-hmm. and um, guitar. So uh, I'm really excited about that. That's going to be my new album coming out. Oh, sweet. And uh, I'm also currently working on a music video for the song you just heard, Don't Call Me Sweetheart. So that should be out uh, by this fall or winter. Oh, okay. And people can just keep uh, keep track of when that's going to be released on your site, right? Yes, I will blast it, blast it, and also uh, I have a YouTube channel, 
you can go check out Polypunk Nick on YouTube, and it will definitely be on there as well. Nice, nice. Um, where do you where where do you want to be in three years with your career? Well, um, I I really like where we're where we're heading right now. I, you know, by chance we we were in a in a accident, a car accident. Someone hit our tour van from behind, and uh, it totaled it. Um, oh wow! And so, which you know, which was kind of a blessing in disguise because. We were sitting there thinking about, you know, we've been doing this for 10 years in vans and little 14-foot camper trailers. Wouldn't it be nice to get a one-piece motorhome? And so when this opportunity came up, you know, we thought, you know, let's get a motorhome and do this for another 10 years. And um, so we just got this motorhome like six weeks ago. And... You know, I, we're going to try our best to take care of it because we would love for it to last as long as possible. I would love for in three years to still be in this RV. And, um, you know, it's more about just uh, keep playing shows across America and keep releasing projects, um, you know, our albums, music videos. Right now the punk necks are working on a feature-length film that we're going to independently release under Punk Neck Records. And uh, I'm really excited about that. That's going to be coming out next year. And we, we're we really interested in film. We love film. You know, part of our musical show is very much entertainment and comedy. And um, film, I think, is a great way for myself and the Punk Necks and even the Hillbilly Harlots to um, kind of evolve and put our art out there on a different forum and so i hope within the next three years that we've gotten even more involved in film and video oh that's great that's great and 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 what's the film uh, that you guys are working on about can you just give us like a plot summary or a little oh little boy we we have <laughs> we have had people on the road with us um you know sleeping in a in a van car seat uh filming us for months and it's a lot of clips from you know, how we do this ourselves on the road as an independent band uh, here in the U.S. You know, it's, it's, you know, you're wearing like 12 different hats. And um, this video kind of shows you all those different hats, you know, uh, partying with the fans, which is one of our, you know, criteria to be in the punk next. You know, we, we love to ha- we get to the venue early. We hang with the fans. We want to talk to them face to face. Um, and then we want to give them a killer show. And then it's the grueling, you know, loading and packing up and driving hours and hours and booking these shows and trying to get the word out about them via Internet, social networks, posters, weekly papers, radios. Um, and uh, I forgot what the question was, Sean. <laughs> Just about what, what your film's about. Yeah, that's that's what the film's about. It, it and it'll it'll take you there too. You'll go. You'll be scratching your head, going, "What was I thinking a second ago?" <laughs> yeah, that's what will happen. Um, it's a peek inside of our life on the road. Okay, cool. Can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Be, before we wrap everything up here, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Um. Please come and check me out online. It'll give you all the info to come and see a live show 
I would love to meet you. I would love to perform for you. And I would love for you to find my music and take it home with you. Excellent. No better said than that. Um, everybody, I, I, as soon as you know this is done, go to the website, find out where Polly's playing, and uh, definitely go check out more of her music, check out her YouTube channel, and by all means, go and see her perform live, because that's the best way to see any, any musician, any artist, any band. Uh, check them out live. That's the only way people get to keep doing what, what this is all about. Um, Polly, I want to thank you again for taking time to do this. I really appreciate it. I know you're, you're going to be doing a show in a little bit, so uh, I'll let you go so you can get prepped for that. And um, everybody, make sure you keep tuning back in for more great music from more great artists like Polly. Thanks, Polly. Thanks, John. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.